0: Hello and welcome to episode number 106 of the Ministry of Arts podcast. Very nice to have you listening. And firstly, as ever, a big hello and thank you to all the Patreon listeners, both new and old. If you don't know of Patreon, it's a platform that helps you donate and support creative services. Well, something like this. And it starts from as little as £3 a month, which, as I've mentioned a few times, is just the price of a cup of coffee. There's a link you can follow on both the Ministry of Arts and the Mizog Art Instagram page. And there should also be a link in the footnote to this podcast. If you're able to donate, that's beautiful. If you're not, that's fine. This content's here for you every week anyway. But that out the way to this week's episode. Today, I'm taking you to meet an artist better known for being on the old telly box. You'll know her more as a comedian, writer or TV presenter and she's currently presenting a daily arts programme on Channel 4 called Draws Off, which also has artist and curator Diana Alley as the artist's mentor. It's no other than the amazing Jenny Eclair. I first saw one of Jenny's paintings at an exhibition at Fiamano Class, just off of King's Cross. It was in an exhibition called Art is the Best Medicine, which was created by artist, comedian and fellow art podcast host Annie McGrath. And all the work on show was created by comedians. Another of whom we've already recorded an episode with, and it will be coming out soon. Jenny's an avid painter, and her passion for painting is evident in this episode. So please come with me and meet the wonderful Jenny Eclair. There we go.
1: Now then, Gary, go on. You can ask me anything.
0: Well, I've got seven questions that I ask each artist. Okay. And the first is, how would you explain what you do to someone that doesn't know your work?
1: OK, well, right. OK, I think the, the term artist uh, and me should be used very loosely together because I'm not a, an artist. I am an artist. Uh, I'm a showbiz artist. Yeah. I'm a stand-up and a writer. Um, and I've been a stand-up and writer. Oh, I'm 60 now, so I've been... I've been qualified ever since I was about 20. So I've been in the business for 40 years and I wrote my first novel when I was 40, that was 20 years ago. So I've always written, I've always performed. Um, I did do art A-level at school, uh, but that was when, you know when you're sort of in a crowd of girls who are quite good at art and then at A-level the ones who are really good start to pull away. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. sort of being quite a good swimmer and then sort of realising in the pool that actually uh, you're swimming against Duncan Goodhue or somebody. You know, <laughs> That actually happened to me once, <laughs> seriously, in a pool in Campbellwell. And you will hear a lot of sirens, by the way. I live on the main road down oh, to King's hard. College Hospital. So, yeah, um, I did Art A level and I realised then that... I just, I didn't, I could never make anything look three-dimensional and I inherited this inability from my father who belonged to the flat earth school of art. (laughs) Everything everything we've always done is very flat Um, and I sort of, uh, you know, uh, some of those girls in that art class went to art college and I went to drama school and I didn't really sort of do much art for Oh, uh, about 40 years. You know, you just sort of, not quite, no, about 35 years. I think mid-50s, what happens to you in your 50s is that you become menopausal and um, you stop secreting estrogen and you start secreting another hormone and it's a craft hormone. All of a sudden you take up knitting and embroidery and drawing and all this kind of thing. It's a, it's a, a medical fact yeah. that uh, women in their 50s start to dabble in the arts and the crafts. Um, and that's very much what happened to me. I suddenly felt very angry a lot of the time. And um, I think also your career in your mid fifties, often as a woman can hit a, a bit of a wall. Yeah. And uh, I certainly didn't have quite as much work as I wanted to have. And uh, I, I sort of joined some art classes. I went to, cause I live in Southeast London. I live, you know, in the hood, but I also live very near Dulwich village. Uh, and that's uh, had some art classes that was as expensive as I was expecting. Yeah. So I joined, I did a few of those. Uh, introduction to oils, you know, yeah, bricks yeah, yeah. and me, middle-aged ladies do <laughs> painting, uh, flower studies for all, that kind of thing. And, uh, and it's sort of, so it's been about five, six years now since I've been, you know, really needing to have art in my life. And what mediums took your fancy... Okay, well, I think that the biggest mistake for beginner artists... Oh, by the way, my partner is uh, an art dealer and he went to art school as a very young man because he's so so old. He went to art school when he was 15, you know, it was that that sort of thing, you know, when you didn't have to stay at school. If you you sort of had an arty vocational streak in you, you could fuck off to art school very young, (laughs) which is what he did. And he was a sculptor for a while and then he became... um, uh, he was the art director of the tv times oh, wow. so yeah he, he was a he got into graphics he's really really talented And now he sells mid-century uh modern prints so he's got a business called 20th century prints i'll just drop that in yes of course in case, in case anyone's got a few quid to spare they can go on the website buy something uh, I haven't gaped in a long time, <laughs> um, and um, but we've always gone to art art galleries together. That has been our thing yeah. for. I mean, we've been together since I was twenty two. So you know, it's it's coming up forty years. So and, art's always been present in your mind. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, a hobby and I mean, a thing that we yeah. do regularly. But so yeah, um, I think the biggest mistake. Are, a beginner artist can can do and this is what weird thing that most women are encouraged to do is watercolor which is by far the hardest medium because it's so unforgiving and you know if i could do anything to sort of give more people encouragement to to play around with paint i would say forget the watercolors it's such a hard discipline to conquer and i'd say here are some fabulous acrylic paints play they dry quickly. They, you know, they, you can buy cheaper ones. They, don't, You don't have to have the uh, studio uh, quality ones. You can yeah. have the sort of student quality ones. Um, make sure you, you know, that you've got lots of big fat brushes and you can, I paint on the back of uh, Amazon packaging. Oh, I mean, good. good. Whatever, that. you know, a I've lot of people. have before, but let's
0: probably... Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because it's, I, I, you know, I quite like the sort of background color and, Um, I think that if you're using very expensive stuff, you can get quite precious about what you're trying to do and you sort of stop yourself experimenting because it's a waste of paint or it's a waste of paper and all that kind of thing. But if it's just Amazon packaging that would otherwise go on the fire, um, I think it loosens you up a bit. Oh, no, I I totally agree. When was your first interest in art? Um, I think that very much my partner introduced me to the idea of gallery going, regular gallery going in the early 80s when we first met. Because my parents uh, are army and, um, well, my mum (laughs) wasn't. My mum wasn't. She wasn't a lady brigadier. Um, My dad was an army major, so we moved around a lot. And uh, wherever we went, culture wasn't very big on their agenda. Yeah. it just wasn't something that they had as a regular thing going yeah. on. And it's a shame, really, because, you know, my mother's 91 now, and then sadly she's just um, got dementia, really went downhill during lockdown. And, uh, you know, I sort of lost her to the netherland of, of bonkersness. I don't know whether you, yeah, you know, she's just... Yeah, sorry it's it's a it's a crazy thing to mention because she sounds the same she just talks shit
0: yeah yeah. um and you just go and i've not even got dementia
1: oh well (laughs) 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 um it's uh anyway that's that's and it's a shame really because on the few occasions she she did come to london after my father died you know we did get her to go to some art galleries, and she loved it. She's a very cultured woman, but it just wasn't really part of their, you know, northern sort of, just not really... It's
0: sources for courses, isn't it? You know, your your family plods on them, whatever your interests are is, is what
1: they are, isn't it, you know? Yeah, yeah, but I think they missed out, and I think they both would have really enjoyed it. I do remember my dad taking me and my sister, to an art gallery in County Durham. Because as I say, army, and we'd come back from Berlin. My dad was part-time spying, got sort of chucked out of Berlin. Oh, beautiful. Um, Yeah, don't tell anyone. No, um, your secret's safe (laughs) So we ended up um, living on an army base in uh, Barnard Castle, and there's an art gallery in Durham. And my dad took me and my sister and my sister was a bit older than me and very bright. Now, I remember, I remember her looking at a painting and just saying in a very loud voice, yes, but what does it mean, the rape <laughs> of the Sabine women? What does it mean? What is the rape of the Sabine women? And my dad going, oh, yeah, yeah, well, um, maybe we'll ask your mother when we get home. You know. um, so he did, he did on that occasion. But the only thing that I remember from that was my, my sister asking this question.
0: Which yeah, I well, sort of course thought was hilarious. Of course, and it still is to this day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I never had any interest in art. Um, or well, I never went to an art gallery till I was thirty. And I never had a, any interest in it at all until I was like twenty seven, twenty-eight. And what it what, what was it that switched you on? Well, I was I, I I don't know if you're aware of anything about me, but I was in I was in jail. Oh, um, you bad boy, what did you do? Oh, I got I got done for a low well I got set up, I'd like to say. I did get set up by a <laughs> drugs gang. Okay. I, I got a very long sentence.
1: Oh shit. Um, How long?
0: Yeah, 14 years. That's, that's long. So yeah, so I had to do seven. Yeah. Uh, while I was in there, I um I went on the art class by accident. Yeah. Um, because I wanted to go to computers, but just went in the art class to sort of jump the queue and just fell in love with it, Jenny, to tell you the truth. And then um I saw the catalogue for the, um, do you remember the Sensations show?
1: Yeah, yeah, very much yeah, so. So yeah, I saw
0: the yeah. catalogue for that, fell in love with conceptual art, wrote to the artists in yeah. the, the exhibition. And Was that on at the Royal Academy, Sensations? It was.
1: Yeah, yeah, I went.
0: Yeah. So I it it had it. the Myra Hindley hands, didn't it? It did. Yeah. Did. I mean, yeah. I mean, I didn't go. I couldn't go because I was in prison at the what, of imprisoned? 70, 14 year <laughs> sentence. Yeah. But I wrote yeah. to the artists to find out about their work, hoping that one of them would reply. Yeah. And I got like 28 replies. Then my focus shifted from a life of crime yeah. to art. And now all my friends are artists and. My life turned around thanks to them. Do you wife, paint mine. yourself? Not paint. What like, do you make drawings? Yeah. Sculptures. Yeah. Yeah. Most of mine's related to to prison in in some way, you know.
1: Well, I, I went to Brixton Prison to um, because I'm on the uh, one of the sort of supporters of the charity called Fine Cell. Oh, so, of course. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. So, because um, I, I do a bit of tapestry myself, because that's sort of you know part of it. Yeah. I think if you have high blood pressure like me, now and again, it's good to do things that just kind of yeah. slow you down. Of course, of course. And um, so, yeah, I, I was taken this an extraordinary woman. I wish I could remember her name. She's like in her seventies, maybe even nudging eighty, who kind of runs this charity, and she's sort of got the keys to Brixton Prison on a belt around her waist, and she just goes charging <laughs> around. <laughs> And, uh, you know, um, talking to inmates, uh, they do a lot of quilting in yeah. uh, in Brixton. With, of course, they're given minute little needles because they're not allowed to have anything that they could, you know, go yeah, mad with. Yeah. But, yeah, if you're banged up for... Uh, hours on end i mean you know the prison service is appalling it's terrible it's it's a really you know it's to have something in, that you can do in your cell and keep some kind of semblance of sanity and dignity yeah is i think very very important i you know i i was really shocked by brixton prison actually i was really shocked by the smell it's bad you know it's it it's really uh yeah i had a couple of baths when i got home i yeah, couldn't get it off good. me i
0: was really shocked yeah, I'm still trying to get it off me now and I've been out for 20 years.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's something that's, it's, it's pretty, it, it is a wall of, of smell and noise and the effects yeah. that goes on. You just go, oh, this is, this is, and it's Victorian, you know, it's a Victorian yeah. institution and it's sort of like, it's quite, it is tough. I mean, some people really, really deserve it, but I think there's a lot of people in prison who... Uh, you know, uh, should not still be in prison. And, and that people have uh, they're not being let out because they've got nowhere to go.
0: It's its awful. It's, it's a literally a vicious circle. Yeah. Literally, literally is. When did the artwork you create, when did it sort of um,
1: progress more? Would it be during lockdown or? Uh, at the beginning of the first lockdown, I did a piece of artwork a day, which I put on Twitter uh, and they were just sort of sometimes they were just postcard sized things, sometimes they were bigger, but there was a kind of discipline thing that you know I had to do two things a day, one was go for a bloody walk, and the other was to do to do something creative. and um you know sometimes I thought, oh God, this is I've really a really sort of real rod for my own back here, but yeah. you know it, sometimes they were much more elaborate than others. sometimes it was just an apple, you know, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I did it, and then uh, because of that, I was um, asked onto Grace and Perry's show. You know, the, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I actually have got a piece in a gallery that nobody can see because the gallery is shut. is a shame. It's all
0: right. It can still go on the CV.
1: Yeah, it's on the CV, and I just uh, had this show on uh, BBC Four last night that's now on the iPlayer called Craftivism, which was a. A documentary that uh, was filmed in and out of lockdown last year about uh, people using craft um, as a, a form of activism. So, you know, it was anything. Oh, I th- that. oh well, no, it's on. It's on the iPlayer now, oh, really? and it was only on last night. It, you know, it's sort of, and it was anything from you know the huge American AIDS quilt and the quilts we have in this country. We have a AIDS memorial quilt uh, that's they're too big to dis- be displayed and what's really kind of touching about the AIDS quilt is that each panel which commemorates some you know uh, a dead man or woman yeah. uh is the size of a coffin wow so people think quilting is this little kind of cozy thing yeah, and yeah. actually when you see 6 foot panels uh, that are Shit. embroidered to commemorate you know a lost person I didn't even know of that yes yeah, it's well, look it up. Look it up. The I mean, the American one once was uh, put down, I think, on Capitol Hill, and it's fucking enormous. I can imagine. And the the UK one, we didn't lose as many people, but we did still lose, you know, too many people. Yeah. And uh, that's kept at an AIDS charity in East London, in in sort of blocks. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fascinating, and um, so yeah, I, I that was I think that. Um, you know, my, weirdly, because I've been a comedian for so long and then, you know, I am a huge, you know, I'm passionate about art. It's very, very important to me. I believe in it as a therapy. I believe in it as something everybody should be allowed to do. I agree. Um, but I also think that, you know, I'm, it's been, I've been so lucky in so much that it has given me some work during lockdown. Yeah you know because i did, i managed to do the Craftivism program and i've got a new tv series coming out quite soon which is a drawing program
0: oh um, nice.
1: yeah yeah channel so seven. on on channel 4 nice so uh, yeah it's i mean it's a, it's a, it, it's it's got a sort of like you know daytime kind of cheeky connotation it's called draws off and it's sort of so it is life drawing I mean, you can't see anything because it's tea time on the, you know, on Channel 4. <laughs> you know, there's no tits and arse, really.
0: That's all right. Just before lockdown, I saw one of your artworks. I went to um, the opening of Art is the Best Medicine, Annie McGrath's
1: yeah, yeah, exhibition. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That was that was quite a night.
1: I was a nice little night. Yes, I did a I did something entitled the sort of painting a, a middle-aged woman would do.
0: I thought that was an excellent title. I did chuckle when I saw that. Yeah,
1: cuz it was just sort of irises. It was yeah. quite a sort of traditional and in a and, and framed it in a proper pretty frame. Yeah, yeah. And and that actually sold. So that was good cuz the the uh, money went to charity. And um since my partner in uh when we were out of lockdown last summer uh had a pop-up gallery and i put a couple of things in and i sold a couple of pieces with you know uh money going uh, i took a bit myself you know um (laughs) well i'm on it you know fuck it i wanted some shoes and um but i I made donations it was 50 percent to yeah either uh there's a charity to keep comics going or there was um you know the, the terrible explosion in beirut yeah um was it? Yeah, the massive in the port.
0: Yeah, I, I know. It's it yeah. just I, because of the last ten months being in lockdown. I my sense of time. Oh, gone, gone completely. Go of, completely. I, don't, I don't know whether that was. Six months ago
1: or 18 months uh, ago. Uh, I know. And I feel terrible <laughs> because it was a huge, huge, you know, terrible, traumatic disaster. And you now it's all like it was, well, we're living in a terrible, traumatic yeah. disaster every single day. Exactly. Exactly. We'll, we'll say
0: saying that about not realizing time. Me and my partner was out in our car yesterday and she said, uh, Oh, when's your tax? Uh, when's your MOT due? You? I said, Oh, I think it's this month. She looked it up online and it ran out in September.
1: <laughs> oh, God. It's yeah. terrifying, isn't it? But that's, realise. I mean, you don't get um, that's right with the MOT. Nobody tells you. You make no. to remember yourself. You make to put the, that in your diary. Like, oh, that's
0: something to look forward to. That's the trouble with responsibility, isn't it? I'm not entitled to it. I shouldn't think. Well, it's so boring, isn't it? <laughs> Which piece that you've created has got the strongest emotional connection, Jenny?
1: I think that behind me on the Zoom, you can see my boiler door, which is the pink door yeah. with a picture of flowers on it. I, That's, I, I did that in lockdown. That's a, a sort of decoupage kind of collage yeah. job. And I think that that will always for, forever remind me of lockdown one because, you know, I got started doing Zoom calls and you could see my boiler door behind me in this yeah. rather dull uh, MDF door. Uh, I thought that's really getting on my nerves. I can do something with that. So I, someone had given me this really nice book about roses and uh, it came with these colour plates. And I just, there were, and I I kind of just painted the boiler door pink and then I um, used that, uh, you know, that nice glue that covers everything and then varnishes PVA. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's probably, um, Yeah. That's i did it. i did see you or well, i saw
0: an image of you on i can't i don't know if it was twitter or instagram where they was all laid out so I presume yeah. that's when you was making it
1: yeah and probably in the back garden because it was last summer so yeah. or, or early spring we had a really nice spring
0: do you love anime gaming movies and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do then join us on crunchyroll presents the anime effect
1: Another match <laughs> You can discover your new favorites
0: right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.
1: Hey, everyone.
0: I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Posting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast. And uh, yeah, we did it. Uh, unfortunately, my partner's really good. He's
1: got... A- very, very good eye
0: that makes and so he hand made hand me
1: hand. measure it out properly and all yeah. that kind of thing because otherwise it'd be a right old man <laughs> <laughs>
0: just like a mosaic yeah 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 Actually, yeah um stand up has gone out the window was you doing
1: much stand up before lockdown um i'd been on a tour um for four years that i did this wrote a show called how to be a middle-aged woman that ran for four yeah. years uh and i'd uh i think I stopped doing it in about 2018. And then 2018, I did a grumpy tour. But I, ha- I was meant to be going out last year uh, with a show called 60. Um, and that's been, you know, I'll be 61 by the time you know, I could be 62, I could be 67 birds. I would get that. Well, I back. saw
0: the glasses that you had made with 60 on them. Yeah. They won't work so well with 61, will they? No, they won't. They won't. But
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not paying for another photo session. That photo session cost a bomb and I that is sticking. Imagine. I'm just going to put, a you know, brackets next to my head with a plus one. Um, so, yeah, hopefully that'll set off in the autumn of this year if, yeah. if the venues are able to open. I don't want to do online comedy. No, I know a lot of artists
0: have tried it and only very, very few have succeeded. It it does just show the the value of that human interaction, doesn't
1: it? Yeah, and I think some people's material is so much more uh, in line with uh, digital uh, content. I mean, I watch some online uh, sketches, you know, people who write sketches or or parodies of things, and I've never been that kind of performer. So, you know... Uh, it's it's not my bag, but I do admire people who can do it. There's some great character stuff being done. Well, I know you do a lot of writing. Have
0: you, have you had used this time to get writing done, or have you just used it for other stuff? Yeah,
1: I, um, I'm halfway through a young adult fiction that will be published next year. Um, and I have a radio series to write. I I record a podcast every week called Older and Wider. Uh, I had a book out last year called Older and Wider about the menopause. So that came out in 2020. That comes out in paperback later this month. Nice. Um, And then, you know, I've got the... I think I'm at about a third of my pace that I'm I usually work at yeah I think concentration is is difficult for everybody I agree
0: um
1: so yeah I I should really have finished the young adult fiction but I haven't
0: one of the other questions I've got here that I have just changing the subject entirely is if there was you and five other artists past and present what would your perfect group show be Oh,
1: now then, that's really, really... So are we are we just exhibiting together or do we have to hang out together?
0: Whatever you like. They can come to the private view, no doubt.
1: Mm, mm, mm. Five favourite artists. Well, I'd, I'd, I'd get uh, Basquiat up.
0: Nice, he's very really uh, popular.
1: I love a bit of Basquiat. And then I'd and sort we'll... of go for um, probably some Cornish, a couple of the... Cornish uh, painters from the 50s, Um, you know, uh, who would I choose? I I tell you, I I really like, um, there's an artist called Ben Nicholson, who I quite like, but his dad and his mum were actually better than him. And uh, she um, was called, oh, Pride... Uh, I can't remember her name now, but her Nick, the Nicholson mum. I really like her work. Mrs Nicholson. Mrs Nicholson. <laughs> have her, That's her. Have her. And well, I really like um, Vanessa Bell as well. I'm yeah. a bit of a sucker for the, for sort of thirties decorative stuff. I'm going to chuck in a Scottish colourist here. I'm going to chuck chuck in Peplo.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, Samuel Peplo. How many have I got? I'm...
0: One, two, three, four.
1: For um, and I would I go for somebody. I think I'm gonna go for somebody contemporary. Um, I think I think I can tell you who I think is really really impressive. Whatever she does is Cornelia Parker. Oh,
0: beautiful, yeah. absolutely brilliant. She asked me to be um, a sort of a slight subject in one of her artworks. She was asking people for navel lint. Yeah. And um she asked me for mine so that I could be the prisoner with um naval lint. And what she was doing, she
1: was sorry with what? With naval belly button fluff. Oh right, navel lint. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I've got it now. I've got was, belly button fluff. The, I yeah. was using the posh yeah. name didn't, for it, it. Yeah, didn't compete. Didn't get it.
0: <laughs> but yeah. yeah, and she was um focusing strongly onto it, you know, and, yeah. and she said it it looks like a sort of um uh, like a little um, Milky Way, well. or something, you know. Yeah, when, yeah, when, yeah. So I was to be next to Paul, like alongside Paul Weller. Um, oh, but, and, and luckily it didn't it didn't come
1: off oh I've seen I've seen a lot of her work a lot of her I, I'm yeah, not actually. huge on installation stuff actually although the good installation stuff is brilliant yeah I loved uh, I I remember seeing Tilda Swinton sleeping in a box at the yeah. serpent time I, I never saw it I was away but yeah you're away you're that. in prison mate <laughs> yeah the concept of that really <laughs> like Sleeping it, Beauty it was it really, everything it was great yeah, yeah. I of course made a joke about it in my stand-up. I said, "Oh yeah," and then, and if you lifted the lid, poor stank in there. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: and I really loved the film of uh, David Beckham sleeping yeah. by Sam Taylor Wood, yeah. which is a beautiful piece of work. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, I like calling uh, I like uh, Rachel White Reed, and um, you know, all sorts of, I, I, you know, there's some great stuff around. I, I like Tracy Emin, you know. Yeah. I mean for because I, I really like that, even though she's very me, me, me. I recognize that because I'm a bit yeah. me, me, me myself. Yeah. But, and I, you know, she's had such a terrible year, had such, you know, a lot to go through. I wish her all the very best.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: did you see, or do you
0: know of Sarah Maple? No. Well, Sarah Maple is um, the generation below the artist you've just mentioned. Yeah. On Sky Arts um, a couple of months ago. She produced an artwork in the form of a sitcom. Oh, wow. And uh, it was really, really good. It, she called it the Sarah Maple's Sexy Nazi Shark Show.
1: Well, I'm going to make a note of that, because, I, but I don't have Sky. Oh, you don't? No, no. I'm
0: not sure how else you can get
1: it. Uh, but I can look up her work anyway, so but, Sarah oh, Maple.
0: Brilliant. She, she uses a lot of humour in her work, which... Yeah the art world so badly needs. I like David um, Trigley for, for yes yeah, I think, probably. yeah. But Sarah, yeah, she's got a big voice and she she knows how to use it, you know. Right, well, I'll look her up. On that that craftivism programme that you said was on last night, mm. Carrie Reichart wasn't on there by any chance, was she? What'd she do? She's a, a mosaic artist, but her you, you may know of her house over in Chiswick. The whole house is... Uh, mosaic
1: yeah because we've got one of those in East Dulwich as well I think it's a slightly lesser version it's a slightly quieter version but it's all it's it's completely mosaic um no she wasn't right this is it's it all the things on craftivism had a political or a personal point to put across so uh, people were you know trying to bring the government's attention to uh, carers needing more support for home uh, heating bills and things like that it was it it, anyway you can catch up on this yeah. it? It made, and it well, it was, made
0: me think of it because she refers to herself as a craftivist
1: oh well she put, so, she will be then she'll have an absolute you know i think that it's it's a it's a growing kind of thing as well. um, but I think a lot of people are craftivists without even knowing they are i think yeah. if you make some marmalade and leave a pot on your uh, neighbor's exactly. doorstep that is an act of craftivism yeah. you are making something you're thinking of someone else and you're you know giving it away yeah perfect. What would you do, Jenny, if you wasn't in the arts? Oh God, I'd be absolutely useless to anything else because I have no discipline. And I tell, I you know, I can't not tell people to fuck off.
0: Because,
1: <laughs> you know, it's, I I have a cousin who's a primary school teacher and um, she's having such a tough time at the moment. And it's so, it's, you know, I, I, I couldn't, I know I couldn't do it. I just don't have it in me and... Uh, you know, I, I have so much admiration for people who do do the, the proper jobs. We've learned in this pandemic, really, haven't we, that, you know, the, the most important people, are uh, those working for the NHS. Yeah, I, I was about to say the that. That,
0: that are ignored.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do think that if anything good comes out of this, it'll be the fact that we will start to honour um, you know, the ambulance drivers, pa- the paramedics, the you know, the people that keep the wheels of the NHS actually going.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and the teachers, the teachers who, you know, because the idea of having to homeschool is so, so horrific. I yeah. mean, that's one of the perks of being an older person during a pandemic. I don't have small children running around, you know, one of the drawbacks is that the older you are you know the higher risk you are you sort of like you go hooray I'm 60 oh I'm just gone into a higher risk bracket (laughs)
0: yeah
1: (laughs) and when are you due for your jab do you know oh not yet my partner's had his he's 72 and we live in southeast London so they've been quite on it yeah um and um but I'm hoping March April oh well well just by chance
0: I mean I'm only just in 52, but I had I had one two weeks ago. How come? Well, do you know they was throwing the um oh yeah, yeah the spent yeah. ones away? Yeah, yeah. What they started doing, at least in the in the in the uh the place that they was um, doing these injections, they was just asking other people on their books, saying, Look, we've yeah. got seven left. Yeah. If you if you want one, you know, they're being thrown away in, you know, at three o'clock, for instance. Get down here before free. If you know, if you're one of the lucky ones, you can have your, have your jab. Just did so you get
1: uh, an appointment for the next one or not? No, no. I but that's, it's that's three the months worry, time. Isn't it? Three yeah. months' time. With any luck, you'll have this. Your, you. What you need though, is the matching jab.
0: Yeah, it's I mean, not they've worth got to, about that.
1: No, sure. they've they've got to get that. They've got to get the rollout of this right because otherwise, I think that you know, it does get to a point where we can say this is unforgivable. Yeah,
0: but again, uh, you know, when I saw that on the news, I was like, "Oh, bloody! That's typical." The one I, I've, I felt so lucky and privileged to have yeah, had mine, I know, I know. and then all of a sudden they go, "No, it, it may not be about, but I'm not going to worry about that." That's for I sure.
1: know. I think that there's a lot of sort of cold water being poured on optimism at the moment, and I think that it's it's very difficult to deal with because you know keeping optimism going during this time is really hard, and so when you get information that feels like, oh God, again, the rug's being pulled from underneath your feet. You just think, yeah. how, many, how many times can we go through this?
0: You know, all, all you can do is just keep going over these hurdles every time they, they get put in front of you. Right? Yeah. What have you got coming up, Jenny? I know there's, there's not much on the horizon. Not or the much horizon on the live horizon,
1: but um, there is, there's a lot of writing. I've got a radio series to do. I've got this, I've been Brilliant. commissioned to write seventh series of a, a series I do called Little Lifetimes which are monologues on Radio 4 I've got the young adult fiction to finish um, I've got stand up to write always uh, in the background I have an independent column which I'm you know is my bread and butter at the moment Yeah, you know it's sort of we've all taken a massive financial hit and I'm really grateful to have that uh, and there's the podcast which you know is an unpaid um, uh, you know it's a, a kind of it's we do it because we love it.
0: Yeah, and it's, no, it's going very well, isn't it?
1: It go. It's going well, but we can't get. We haven't got any sponsorship, and I no. think that sometimes you know people have no idea that we do this week in week out, and neither of us get paid. Obviously, yeah. the producer gets paid because it's you know. It's a proper job for her. She's, uh, but uh, me and the other presenter have, haven't earned a single penny out of it. Yeah. But it's a labour of love. And um, I think at the moment, a lot of women, particularly those who are living by themselves, are they do like it.
0: Mm. Yeah, well, I've, I find that hard. What you were saying about the, the, um, the finances of it. I chose not to have even adverts on this one, um, let alone sponsorship just because when I listen to podcasts, I'm, I don't like the advert, so I chose not to, but that was to my detriment. And the producing and editing and artwork is all, all done by me on this, but it's, um, yeah, it it does get, does get hard, does get difficult and, and makes it a little harder, but it definitely sounds like you're, you're not sitting idle while you're uh, in lockdown.
1: No, 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 because no, I'm not. And, and, you know, my partner has this sort of 20th century uh, prints, so you know there's that ticks over. You know, he a uh, picture went off today. We just kind of get on with it, don't you? I've
0: just done my hundredth episode of this podcast.
1: Oh, we've got ours in about two weeks' time. Oh. I think we're on 99 this week. So, you yeah, are you celebrating week?
0: it? Or are you are you just <laughs> letting it?
1: No, I think we'll make a bit of a song and dance about it. But, you know, there's not much celebrating you can really do, yeah. is there?
0: Well, I put out Who Shall I Try and Get. This was about two months ago. Yeah. I said, Who Shall I Try and Get? Expecting some big names to come in. And um, I come in on top that I should answer my own questions, you know. So I thought, well, in that case, who can I get to interview me? So we were trying to figure out who I should get. And then we said, well, how about like my interviewing? um Technique is quite different from most as well, you know. So we thought, how about I try and interview myself?
1: Yeah, so I think it's a good idea.
0: That's exactly what I've done. Yeah,
1: yeah you record um, the questions and you answer them back. Yeah,
0: and oh, God, the the editing, it was like every 20 minutes of editing was like, uh, of speech was um four hours of editing. Oh, bloody you hell. Know? But yeah. it come out well. You know? I do
1: think people who have jobs that they can do from home and are on proper salaries yeah so if you're sitting pretty uh and you know your your lifestyle hasn't really been affected very much by the pandemic and you're on a full salary uh you know you aren't able to go on holiday at the moment there's no point buying clothes and stuff like that have a look at the arts community see where you can really help out
0: oh perfect where can people see your artwork Jenny or or what you do Online social um, media, just
1: on social media, on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, uh, Jenny Eclair on Instagram. I think it's Jenny Eclair nineteen sixty. I'm not big on uh, Instagram.
0: Yeah, you're more active on Twitter, aren't you?
1: Yeah, I'm much more. I was just looking at my phone then, and um, I can't. No, yeah, I, yeah Instagram. I, I'm doing. Um, I got a new iPad for Christmas with the pen. You know, oh yeah, so, yeah. And I downloaded Procreate, so I'm learning how to do. Um, iPad art as well. A as David our, sort of, Hockney in the making. Yeah, very much, very much. I'm a big, big fan of David Hockney, huge fan of David Hockney. And how are um, you finding that, working on an iPad? Um, small, quite small. <laughs> yeah. Um, but really useful for times when, you know, you can't get the paints out because it's too much palaver. Yeah. And you haven't got really enough time. You can't you can't really warrant the time to to do all that it's you you can just sit in front of I copy stuff you know I go through a big Scottish colourist phase at the moment I'll bring up a picture I like and I'll have a bash tit on the iPad yeah. and I it isn't the same but I think it's helping my drawing oh anything anything that can help you drawing is yeah
0: um, yeah is, is a good one well Jenny that's all my questions asked Thank you very Brilliant. much for your time. And it's I've, an I've absolute really pleasure, Gary. It. I've really no appreciated you it.
1: No worries at all. It's nice to see you, nice to chat to you. All the very best with everything. Uh, let we sell. Let us sell our work <laughs> and, <laughs> and, you know, buy my books and all that kind of thing. And, you know, we'll come out of this one day. All Brilliant.
0: right, Diane. I'm looking forward to um, seeing your drawers off.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't worry. I don't get mine off, though I did back in the day. Yeah, I did. I used to be a life model at Campbell Art School. Oh, did you? Well, yeah, well, yeah, 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 I did all that. I had no problem with that. Excellent. Absolutely very none brave. whatsoever. I, yeah, sitting around doing nothing. they am my kind of job. Yeah. <laughs> all right then, sweetheart. We'll talk another time. Jenny, you take care. Thank you very much. Okay. Pleasure.
0: Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. There you go. Jenny E. Claire. That was pretty bloody good, wasn't it? To be honest, for whatever reason, I was a little bit intimidated before I started recording, although it did go within a few moments. And like Jenny, there's a few other guests we've got lined up, well, already recorded, that are well known from stage or screen. One of those is comedy actor and writer Katie Wicks, the other being TV presenter Annika Rice. Their career is only sort of slightly touched upon, really. Next week's episode, however, is Kate Murdoch. Kate's work generally reflects on memory. And it was those beautiful childhood memories that made me fall in love with her work straight away. But that's for next week. As far as this week is concerned, if I could ask you to leave a comment or even a like on whichever platform you listen to this podcast, that will really help us get noticed and anyone else looking for an art podcast. Either way, thanks for listening and until next week, ciao.